John McMullen, Pontificator in Chief. Everything is fair game. This is the John McMullen Show, live from the Coachella Valley. Here's John. Well, good afternoon, and I hope that you had a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Unfortunately for people all throughout Southern California, and especially here in the Coachella Valley, we were kind of choked out of enjoying the great outdoors by the smoke. There are fires burning all over the state, and it is a crisis uh, with some 14,000 firefighters out there uh, doing their best to protect us. And it is my pleasure to welcome to the iHub Radio live line this afternoon. Uh, We have with us Captain Bennett Malloy from Cal Fire in San Bernardino County. And I appreciate you coming in uh, and talking with us by phone today about what is uh, happening with the El Dorado Fire, Captain. Uh, Maybe you could give us the latest update on on where we stand, the acreage, and, and where you're at in the process of trying to get this thing under control. Sure. So right now it's a little over 10,500 acres with 16% containment. Today we face some pretty significant challenges uh, with that uh, eastern wind, that Santa Ana wind that's going to be coming from the east to the west. It's really going to challenge the containment lines that we currently have around the fire. So there is the potential for that to blow hot embers over and then the fire to continue on, which is obviously what we don't want to do. So crews are pretty actively engaged this morning trying to take advantage of the higher humidities and the absence of wind to engage the fire directly while we could prior to the arrival of the wind. Yeah. What is the prognosis to to get this thing uh, under control? I mean, uh, we always hear, you know, X percent, but I don't think anybody ever has a clear idea, uh, and least of all, maybe you guys who are right out there fighting it, uh, as to what that may mean when we hear 5 and 45 and 95 percent, and sometimes fires still linger on. So this seems pretty serious. Looking at it, it was like looking at pictures of a volcano down in that valley. You're right. So, so it's a little bit like going back to high school geometry class. So if you pictured a circle and you drew a line around that circle, that would be the 100% of the, the perimeter of a fire, right? Well, so if you imagine a very small portion of that drawing a line around it is about 16%. So it literally represents the portion of control lines that we have around that fire that we feel like will be reasonable to contain that fire that it won't get over. So, and a lot of that portion of the fire is where it burned into the apple fire, which was what a, about a month ago, and where the fire is being held up, where the fuels were already burned away. Right. This fire, uh, as we always uh, look to try and find what is the cause of the fire, you actually know what set this on fire. And I think there's a lot of people in our audience today. I've seen interactivity with various listeners who have uh, been quite upset by the fact that this was a, a family outing gone awry. Can you tell us from your investigative standpoint what you know at this point? Yeah, absolutely. So Cal Fire Law Enforcement was one of the initial responding resources to this fire. Upon their arrival, they were met by the family that was there that had the photo opportunity. They were forthright with our law enforcement officers and cooperative there. But the gist of the situation is this family arrived at the park. They used a pyrotechnic device, which emits smoke immediately adjacent to the high seasonal grass. It's about four foot tall there or was, and that ignited that grass and the the, the fire spread pretty rapidly and then across the bench up onto Yukaipa Ridge. 
unbelievable. Why are people using fireworks in Southern California in the summer anyway? <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. Um, you know, I, obviously it was not their intent, um, but it, it's a good reminder that we need to be careful about all the things that we do. You know, you may not have the intent when you're pulling your boat to start a fire, but dragging chains could start a fire. You, know, you may not have the intent when you're out on a Sunday drive, but your vehicle is poorly maintained and would emit carbon into the hot draft. So we really have to focus critically have to focus during this season on how our interactions are going to potentially cause a fire. What kind of uh, uh, penalties could be uh, in line if they're found to be negligent? Right. So I I don't want to speculate on what the district attorney may file, but some of the applicable laws, um, there's several misdemeanors. So causing a fire on somebody else's land, burning the wild land, if it burns structures, which it has not yet, that could be a separate uh, crime. Um, if it burns vehicles and boats and trailers, which it has burned, that's that's a separate crime. And then the device itself has to be examined by our investigators to determine whether that was even legal in the state of California. I have to ask you, uh, Captain Malloy, if those kinds of things are commonplace in in fires that you end up fighting, whether it's a wildfire or in somebody's backyard. So in, in my experience with uh, the state of California, I, I haven't personally come across this in one of my investigations before. Um, but as we're researching on behalf of the investigation, it, it seems, I don't want to call it common, but it has happened in several places. Well, we appreciate you coming on, giving us the very latest in terms of what is happening there. Uh, how many firefighters are working on this El Dorado fire right now? So there's a little over 600 firefighters assigned to this fire, and that's probably due to the fact that, you know, those 14,000 firefighters throughout the state are engaged all over, so everybody is struggling to get resources and firefighters to their fires. Do you get help from uh, firefighters outside the state of California when we get into this mass of fires? I know Washington State's looking at a real mess today, too. Yeah, you're, you're correct. So we actually get firefighters from all around the world. And in past fire seasons, we've got them from Australia that have come over here to help. There's uh, here in the western United States, all of the governors will help each other out. So we do get firefighters from Washington. Also through federal agreements, we can get them from all over the United States. And th- I know that those agreements have been reached out, and there are firefighters that are here present in the state of California fighting from other states. Well, thank you very much for joining us today and giving us the latest update. We appreciate your time. We'll let you get back to work. And uh, thank God for all of you guys and gals uh, who serve us in Cal Fire. Uh, I hope that uh, I hope somebody's watching over all of you, and, and we appreciate everything that you do to keep us safe. I appreciate your support. Thank you. That is Captain Bennett Malloy from Cal Fire in San Bernardino joining us here on the iHub Radio live line.